Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everyone, my name is Danilo Petrovic. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kuda. I'm Evgeny Donsko. I'm Henry Laksana. I'm Peter Torepko and you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. Here we are. It's another late night podcast from the Game to Love. Uh, well, it's another late night podcast from the Game to Love podcast. And it is one which is a very important one. It's about Roger Federer withdrawing from two tournaments in the lead up to the US Open. The knee injury does not look like it has fixed itself. And uh, he's going to be out on the sidelines again. I'm worried for him with his 40th birthday coming up uh, this weekend. JG, sad times. It's sad, but it's not like shocking, if you know what I mean. When I saw the news on Twitter, I think firstly I saw the news in the, in the what was it, in the Discord. George put it in the Discord yeah. chat um, and I saw the news there first. Had a look on Twitter and yeah, I wasn't shocked. I just, I kind of sort of hinted at it the other day when we were talking about the big three entering yeah. the upcoming tournaments and how exciting it was going to be. It was inevitable that one was going to drop out and it looks like Federer is the one to to be doing that. The two tournaments he's dropped out of, just to clarify, are... This is the, the, the National Bank Open, which is the one, which is the Toronto one. The Canada and- Open. That's it, right? And uh, the other one is Cincinnati as well. Yep. And we know there's been some other people dropping out of Toronto as well. We'll go through those in a little bit. But uh, should we go on to the sort of the? There was a sort of statement he released. It wasn't a very long one. He just said, "I regret to inform you that unfortunately I have to withdraw from the National Bank Open in Toronto." due to uh, the intense past couple of weeks and my incredible experience uh, at the Olympics. That's definitely not from... uh, Is that from him? Uh, I need to recover. I don't think that's from him, mate. 
anyway. don't know. You got it up. Yeah. I know. Apologies. <laughs> I've never seen it. I've <laughs> I never seen that. it before. I don't think I'm that not, one's. He, he did do. He didn't do anything on. He Twitter, wasn't at the no Olympics. Statement. No, yeah, there, probably. There, there was no state. I saw it come came out anyway. Apologies for that. I thought I just pulled something up beforehand, but it wasn't uh, anything to do with Roger Federer. No, he came out and said, I heard that there was like a sort of statement from his team that they said it was a uh, problem with the knee in, well, in Wimbledon. They said it was, it, they got the same problem, had rediscovered itself again he said he was starting to feel the same sort of pains again after the surgeries and uh unfortunately we saw he was sort of came to a bit of a lackluster end at Wimbledon and it was due to that he was feeling the pain yeah. and uh, unfortunately it's back again and he wants to play that US Open but unfortunately that looks like it may be one bridge too far at the moment, I think, for Roger Federer. I'm sad because it's. I wanted to see him. That's the 2020. 20. This is the one we're all waiting for. I th no, I think he'll play the US Open regardless. Of sure. I know he's withdrawn from these, but I think he's probably going to save himself for the, for the Grand Slam. Whether or not he can make the whole tournament, obviously we saw Roland Garros. He got more, more or less so just over half the way through, and then pulled out before he played Berrettini. Um, was was really disappointed with that, but we understand he was listening to his body. Right now, listening to his body again. The big thing, what it sort of symbolises for me is the fact that Federer is coming to the end. And there's a few people reaching yeah. out to me saying the same thing. It just seems now it's very real that he's on the verge of retiring. It really, it have that feeling. Sad, and I'm not sure how long we have of watching Federer. The one thing I would sort of point to is in Wimbledon, um, what was the match he played before her catch? The match he played before her catch was, I'll just bring this up, it was Sonego. He looked great, didn't he? He yeah, played he did. really well. In the one before as well, he was amazing. Um, and and it, yeah, there's some really good Gasquet. spells. The Gasquet one was great as well. And we saw shades of him being back to his best. And you've got to remember, only in 2019, he made the Wimbledon final. And yeah. you know how historic that was. He almost, he almost won that. He had a few match points, couldn't take it. So... It's not that far away from where he was looking great. And then we've seen shades of that recently at Wimbledon. And even shades at Roland Garros, I thought against Chidich, he was pretty good there um, and did obviously brilliantly against Kwetfa at, at times because Kwetfa's a good player. Yes. But you just still feel that he's doing, he's breaking boundaries to be playing at the top of the game at 39. Um, it's just so difficult. With all the injuries he's had to sort of overcome. And this knee one now seems to be very kind of final in terms of he's not going to be able to shake it off. It's not um, going to be an injury yeah. that's going to go away. I think for his whole career, he's going to have to either play with the knee. He's going to have to just play with the knee injury or retire. Um, and I think it's hopefully just going to be well enough that he can play. The big thing for me is I don't want the injury to dictate when he has to say enough's enough. I would like him to be in a, in a well state and then yeah. say, you know what? I'm going to retire now and just leave with my head held high uh, knowing that I left in an all right sort of state, but I, I don't I think agree. he can. Really, it's not something he can control. I totally agree, and I, that's actually exactly how I was feeling earlier on when uh, I heard the news. That sort of end to a, someone's career when they're such a great player, you want to be remembered for all the greatness, and you don't. It's not nice to see somebody who is great and still is great at the moment. You don't want to see them in the next two years 
dropping down and barely winning in ATP 500s and losing to all the young players on the tour and it, it's just it's just like fizzles all out and everybody you're just there as just a face then you're not even there in like a very good capacity tennis yeah. wise you just want to see people make the right decisions at the right time we're not telling him to make any decisions because i'd love to see him play if he can still play at the top level we saw he got to the quarterfinals of wimbledon still very very able to compete with some of the best players in the world it just worries me that he had a double knee surgery and that is one knee surgery is bad enough but to have two knee surgeries it's it's near career ending like you can probably ask someone like andy murray like and he's a lot younger he's had hip surgery it's these type of surgeries are when you're, it's all on the joints and it's all in the in these really serious areas of your body it takes everything out of you and to try and get back to the top of the sport i i think it's it's nearly impossible yeah i mean we saw Rafa was able to come back to the top of the sport after he had all of his problems with his knees and but that he was younger though, so he was able to come back to the top he of the had sport. more time, didn't he? Exactly right, yeah. So I you see him now, even Rafa now seems to be having more problems more frequently though. And I'm I'm not as worried for him because I think it's just a matter of rest and then recover and back. For me, that foot injury is nothing that serious. He'd come out and said mm. it's just something he needs to try and shake off a little bit. Of course, there's a so. lot of pain when he's playing, but it doesn't seem something which is of the same severity as, say, Federer's knee. Uh, I just want no, to go through the chat no. and say shout-out to Thomas Rock for the super sticker. Cheers, Apologies, Tom. we did see that earlier. Uh, thanks for that one. And we've got some other chats in here. We've got Liam saying quality will always be there, but the body can't go on forever. And there's a lot of people here talking about whether he's going to play the US Open or not. I know I come out on a whim and said, I reckon he is going to play. What about you? I don't think he will. You don't think he will? I think think this is a horrible lead-up because he's not even going to have any practice leading up to the US Open now. And if he does go in, he might not even last a round or or a couple of rounds if he's not in, in good shape. If his movement around the court is compromised, it's going to be horrible to watch. I don't want to watch Roger Federer go to the US Open if he can barely move around the court. That's no fun. Mate, I, just... I don't think he's going to get many more shots at it, though. So that's why I think he is going to go there. I'm not sure if he's going to get through the whole tournament. Hopefully the injury can sort of stay away for a bit and he can get through it. Because it'll be great to see him playing. I can come out and confidently say this statement, though. I really believe in this now. And it's quite sad what I'm going to say. We're never going to see him win a Grand Slam. I know we had a lot of talk about, can he snatch another Wimbledon? Mm. I'm pretty convinced now that he's not going to win a Grand Slam. Don't, don't get me wrong. I am not. I would love it <laughs> to happen. I don't want people to yeah, yeah. oh, he goes win one. Oh, JG must be upset. No, I'll be I'll be ecstatic if he can. I just, yeah. I'm pretty like 95% certain Fed will not win a Grand Slam anymore. Um, it seems like a real certainty almost for me. And the, agree, the, the, the worst part about it is the fact that Anna's here saying I've been watching Federer for about twenty years. Um, it's going to be weird without him. Where are, where are we going to be with, with the sport of tennis after Federer? Because well, exactly. a lot of people who don't necessarily watch too much tennis, if you was to say a name, everyone knows who Roger Federer is. It doesn't matter who it is, everyone. your nan, your granddad, anyone knows who Roger Federer is. And what is the sport? What positions the sport going to be? 
without someone so so pivotal and oh. bringing bringing eyes on the on the sport who necessarily wouldn't always watch it. He helps fund it. He helps the sport grow. I'm sorry, he helps with the grassroots as well. He inspires people. Is there sort of that next gen coming through who can sort of I'm not, I don't want to say replicate Federer because I think anyone will be able to. No. But can someone do half a job of what he can? I, I don't know. It's a very tall order because he's he's revolutionised the game. Huh. This is the guy who everybody thinks tennis and then there's only one face that pops up for most people and it's Roger Federer. Uh, and that's just the neutral I'm talking about. I'm not talking about uh, everyday tennis fans. I'm talking about the average Joe blogs walking down the street. You stop him and you say tennis. He says Roger Federer. That's how big this guy is he's bigger than life he's on every he's got so many endorsements uh he's literally everywhere he's on billboards he's on tv programs he's on adverts well you could say maybe one of the most famous sports people of all time across any sport definitely and he's the highest paid male athlete for however many years and it's no surprise as well he's a very marketable person and he sort of handled himself admirably across his whole career as well he's had little spells here and there but who hasn't but the way he's conducted himself over his whole career has been exemplary and that's why everybody loves going to see him like and it's his style of play as well will we get to see someone i don't think we'll see anyone as naturally good good as him i know we sometimes say sinner he's very natural but there's levels to this game, and Federer yeah. is in his own league completely with it. Uh, hopefully, we can have a young player sort of replicate that style and, and become as great as what he did. But it's a big, it's a tall order. It really is. Uh, we've got Vance there saying the dimension Fed brings to the game will sorely be missed when he's gone. Yeah, it certainly yeah. will. And Liam saying if he won Wimby in 2019, he would have retired. Um, now I'm sure he's craving a last Grand Slam win. It's addictive. And I can understand oh, yeah. what he means by that. It certainly is like an addiction. When you're at the top of the game, you just you know that he's won 20. And he, mm. he knows that, obviously. And he's thinking, oh, can I just win one more? And it's always <laughs> going to be one more, one more, one more. But this next yeah. one is definitely the biggest one out of all of them because it sets you. You'll be the first person to reach the number 21. Yes, number 21 is the big one. And In 2021, maybe. If he, if he could get it. I don't think it's that likely, though. Uh, I feel a bit, I feel a bit sorry for, for for Switzerland in a way because they've got their two best players and they both are well, thirty nine and thirty six years old. Obviously, Stan Wawrinka as well, their other top player, and they're both sort of coming towards the end of their careers now. And yep. after that, what, where, where is Swiss tennis then? Like, who's the next next person coming Stryker, along? Huesla. Yeah. That's them what I mean. too, but they're not on the same league. It's um, it's. I don't think Switzerland really is a big tennis nation. Is, has it been like you wouldn't expect it to be? It's quite a small country. Um, I think we're not going to see many big stars coming out of Switzerland in the next few years. But Stricker does look good, but I don't think he's going to be on the same level. If I'm honest, um, what else was I going to say? There's something in the chat I wanted to bring up. Uh, we've got Vance said, I think whether he wins a slam or not. 2022 will be the last year. I think yeah. 2022 is what I'm thinking as well. Yeah, I think if you, I don't think you can compete. All of these, we already just did the podcast earlier and just saying the younger players are just getting better and better as well. 
So it's just the the order it's such a tall order to win a Grand Slam at the best of times. He's just managed to get to the quarters now whilst everyone's I don't know, caught a little bit cold with COVID and he's able to hit the court and hit the court running quicker than other players, I think, at the moment. Whereas once everybody's had a whole year of tennis and he if he's out on the sidelines again, I can't see him coming back into the into the mix again and suddenly just blowing everyone off the court i think everyone's going to be into their next level of their career again and another six months stronger and yeah it's it's worrying times uh obviously we saw what her catch did to him at wimbledon it was a bit of a demolition job he bageled him in the final set and you've never seen that before against roger federer but he would never give up that's the thing that you've got to love about him he would never retire in uh, any tennis match. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say shout out to Hingis as well. <laughs> yes. Good Swiss player, but obviously on the women's Fantastic. Sport. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. the on the women's side. Obviously you've got Leonie Kung. She's probably going to be the the next uh I'd say she's still got a long way to go though, but she's promising. Yeah, she's very she's way down there at the moment, but could, could do <laughs> something great. Um I know you've got a screenshot there of the the Canada Open, the Canadian Open, which is coming up soon. The yes. one, the first one, which uh, I believe it's to be played from August the sixth to the fifteenth this year. Um, and well, Roger Federer is not going to be there, and there's a few other high-profile names who aren't going to be there as well. So obviously, yeah. you can see here Berrettini. He's with he withdrew from the Olympics after uh, the the final of Wimbledon. He's out now of this one as well. So that's a bit concerning. Not sure what's yeah. really up with him. I know he did say something about an injury after the match against Djokovic. And I think during it, he was suffering a little bit in times, which just kind of shows to me, if a, full, a fully fit Berrettini, he can really do a lot of damage on tour. He's a he's an awesome player. He's Definitely. so dangerous, especially on grass. I think he's shown that already. I'd watch out for him. He's going to be my dark horse 100% for next year's Wimbledon if he's fit. Um, you've got Djokovic, obviously. He, he said he's not going to be playing this one. Um, Federer has just happened. Team's nowhere near it. Raonic is a recent one. I saw he put a tweet out, an mm. injury. Difficult one for him, obviously, playing yeah. in Canada. He would have loved to have been there. Stan Wawrinka, you've touched on. Not not sure when we're going to see him back, if at all. Um, yeah. He's struggling big time. And another recent one, Zverev. Yeah. And that is a really good one for sort of the race I'm not saying race. It's not really not the race of Turin. More the top ten because yeah. Feder, uh, Nadal can be caught, um, and you was hoping that Sverev could play this tournament so he can actually gain some extra points to catch him, but not the case. And Corda, it's been quite fortunate to be allowed. Uh, well, a replacement. Yeah, his replacement. Well, I think it's good. Obviously, Corda went out of uh, Washington earlier on today. Being beaten by Brooks, no, being beaten by who is it? Sinner, sorry, that was it. I'm getting confused. We were talking about all the Americans earlier. Brooksby went through as well. He beat Felix, so some interesting results. Zverev's the one which I was a bit disappointed. I was really looking forward to seeing him playing in this one. Thought he might be able to add a few more points to his tally just leading up to obviously Cincinnati is probably his main focus. Maybe he thinks he has a better chance of winning. Cincinnati if he doesn't play this one Hmm. so I don't know I don't know the logic in it I thought he might try and tackle both but maybe both back to back is a little bit too much to ask and then the US Open I'm not sure maybe the obviously he's just played the Olympics he's probably 
listening to his body the same as a lot of other people i just wanted to touch on one of these uh comments there i see massimo saying uh federer should consider undergoing stem cell surgery on his knee at this point the dow did the same thing eight years ago if i remember correctly i think that's a really good point actually there's been a lot of advances in stem cell research and uh in these injections and stuff that they can put into joints like i know joe rogan he talks about it a lot on his podcast saying that he had real bad shoulder problems um and they were just telling him he needed surgery he needed well, what's this. the time scale for something like this though is it not a long process uh well i think that it's it will take time to regenerate all of the cells and stuff, but it's quicker than if you actually have the go under the knife and have them completely hack you apart and rebuild. The, re- the reason put, I say, mate, time's put, not on his side. I don't know if he's got much time to I be. I think it's quicker than these. going. He probably should have done it at the start of COVID. I th- yeah, well, definitely should have done. I don't know. Maybe he has been, but I don't. We don't know what goes on behind the closed doors, really, in uh, the surgery room of roger federer i'm sure that's well kept under wraps we don't uh he probably won't want to know or give any weakness away uh, of any of his joints in his body i'm sure that's probably not the only thing which is causing him problems his knee uh there probably is other little bits and pieces i'm sure that we don't know about i agree with liam that it's just not worth doing it now it's just too late for me he just got to try and find a way to either play with it or this is the end i really do believe it i know we've got uh pack car they're saying maybe he'll end his career at Wimbledon next year that for me is what I envision in my head 2022 Federer Wimbledon send yeah. a call waving the fans will be back COVID's lifted and I can yeah. just kind of envision something there whether he, imagine if he wins it wins Wimbledon <laughs> on his send I think that would just be ridiculous That's but I don't think that... it's going to happen wow. it's probably going to be a second round match you might lose and it's going to be a big big occasion doesn't matter if he wins or loses really oh there's part of me that thinks surely like you know that they there's obviously sports people they get these i don't know if they're like injection they they can numb parts of your body maybe if he can go through a whole tournament just receiving this whatever numbing agent he can get for a whole tournament and then his his knee might fall apart after the tournament and he just goes i'm just gonna take it if i can win one more if you can't walk then afterwards he said it was worth it. I got to 21. <laughs> I don't know. This is it. Uh, it's all It's all a risk because, yeah, you could find yourself struggling in your later years then. Yeah. Whatever you put well, all that well, I think pressure. a lot of the big sports stars do across a lot of different disciplines yeah. and sports. When they get older, they do really struggle with their bodies. I know rugby has come to light with the head injuries recently. Oh, uh, yeah. Same with the NFL. I think that's a kind Often. of a different thing as well. But I'm sure there's certain stuff with tennis players um with arthritis maybe their wrists yeah other 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 common things which is more prone god i I bet some of those people with those harsh top spins there's a lot of uh talk goes into your wrist and your hands and yeah i can imagine they're probably gonna have some sort of arthritic fingers uh in later life with all of that work they're doing it's probably only going to be mainly on one hand though which is the crazy thing isn't it but unless you can do a forehand from both sides well this is the new breed (laughs) (laughs) maybe there'll be less arthritic hands as they play with both (laughs) forehand with both hands so who knows i think that's a good way uh to avoid it to be honest trying to (laughs) minimize the one hand using the racket too often 
But yeah, we've got John there suggesting quarter zone. <laughs> yeah. uh, you've got Nyoki, how are doing, mate? And even as, an, <laughs> even as a Novak fan, I think Roger deserves a proper farewell. I think we should see hopefully some kind of event to sort of commemorate him retiring. I'm not sure if it happens too much in tennis, but even if it's like some one big like exhibition, get Rafa mm. down, get a few other big legends. Um, I don't know. I think something has to happen for, for Federer retiring. I don't think we can just have him say a final send off at Wimbledon and that's it. I want to see like a big like sort a of celebration, celebration, a tournament, yeah, tournament. Just do a Roger Federer Open or something. Oh, maybe that that'd be nice. Yeah. Just have like a and I. How about this? The first ever will be his last ever tournament. The first ever grass court masters. How about that? Yeah. I think that'd be perfect. The Roger Federer Open is the now. The oh, first. after he's retired. Yeah. No, but he, he could he could compete in the first one no, ever. Really. <laughs> and then it gets named after him. And so it's gone. And maybe they host it in Switzerland or something. Maybe they've already got some in Switzerland, but just thinking. If it's for Roger Federer, maybe yeah. that's the best place to be holding it. Well, I think we'll wrap it up there. <laughs> <laughs> Rafa's on the road, mate. I know. We've got Rafa on right now. I might watch a little bit of that and then head to bed. Obviously, it was up late oh, yesterday. Oh, was late we just one, thought we had to bring you this news because Federer has withdrawn from the upcoming event. Is he going to yeah. be playing the US Open? You say no. I yeah, say yes. Uh, let's see what happens, though. Hopefully, rest up, Roger. Um, I know you're watching. You love a bit of game to love. <laughs> Hopefully you're feeling a little bit better and we'll see you very soon. And I'm not yeah. wishing a retirement on him, but it feels very close. It really does. Yeah, and, and get a statement out at some point if you can. <laughs> yeah, Ben's got a good one, if not. Yeah, I'll use Djokovic's otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, good night, guys. If you haven't already, like the video, hit the subscribe button and we'll see you very soon. Cheers, guys. Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.